It's Devin Booker there, Nick Ashu, Sean Levine. Doesn't Devin Booker sound like Steph Curry a little bit? Does he sound bit. like that to you? Yeah. A little bit. Like, Devin Booker sounds a lot like Steph. I've never noticed that until right now. Kobe sounded like Jordan. I don't know. Some guys just sound like each other. Uh, the Nuggets took a 3-2 lead in that series after it looked like it was going to be a complete sweep. All NBA teams were just announced a few minutes ago. Not a single Phoenix Sun on that, which means no Kevin Durant, no Devin Booker. Sean, I understand Durant. He missed like half of the season. But Devin Booker not making the all NBA, any All-NBA team. He got one second team vote, seven third team votes. Here are the first, second, and third teams. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, first team, absolutely deserved it. That guy is going to be an absolute star. It's a shame he plays in Oklahoma City because there's a lot of people that don't get to see him much and don't realize how good that kid is. Uh, Luca's on there. Joel, Jason Tatum, Giannis. That's first team. Second team, Steph, Donovan Mitchell, Jimmy Butler getting a second team, which that's – that's a lot of respect for him because it wasn't like he had one of his best years and neither did the Heat, and he still was a second-team All-NBA. Nikola Jokic, so Jokic getting second-team, while Giannis and Embiid are on first. Jalen Brown also second-team. Uh, Dame, De'Aaron Fox, LeBron, Julius Randle, and uh, DeMontis Sabonis were the third team. So out of all of those, the biggest standout to me was no Devin Booker whatsoever and Jimmy Butler getting second-team. I'm glad to see him get it, but I didn't expect to see him as a second-team guy given the fact that the Heat didn't have the same kind of season. And really, neither did he, he this year. And, of course, it's not a postseason-type voting thing. The votes were already counted right. by the time he's had this unbelievable postseason where he's been by far the best player. I would say the biggest omission, right? Because you just named, what, 5, 10, 15 different guys that Devin Booker is yep. not on there. Maybe, maybe Anthony Davis and Pascal Siakam's name comes to mind. But then again, it's like anything, Nick. Like, if you're going to take somebody off, who are you going to put on? If you're going to put somebody on, who are you going to take right. off? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't have too big of a problem with this list. All it tells me is that the NBA – it's just absolutely loaded with superstars. Yes. Think about that run at one point this year that, like, Damian Lillard had. Remember when he was just dropping all those 40-point games and hitting all those deep mm-hmm. threes and everything right around the All-Star break? And that was only good enough to get him on the third team All-NBA. LeBron? LeBron James? Dude, LeBron played as well this year. I know his team didn't have the ultimate success that we've seen in the past, but LeBron played as well yes. this year as he's ever played. And maybe the he averaged almost 29 points a game. He put up MVP numbers this year. And I think it's more just that kind of like any of us to play ball at any level, you just get a little bit smarter. Some of us get worse because, you know, our knees go away and, you know, they stop letting us play at the YMCA because we throw up too many bricks. That actually happened to me one time. But I'm just saying, LeBron's getting better. Hold on. Yeah. Don't you you bury that story. We're going to pause what you're about to say and you're going to tell me that story right now. You weren't allowed to play there anymore? Well, I'm with the homies, right? So it's like the YMCA didn't kick me out. Like, it's not like the front desk lady came around and said, hey, you've been asked to leave because you've put up so many air balls. That's what popped in my head was like, you are so bad, we can't have you here. You make us look bad. That wasn't the problem. The problem was that I talked myself up, and I was telling all the boys, I'm like, no, just get me off that I'll knock down a couple of shots. Unless you say I wasn't knocking down a couple of shots. And after a couple of times, you don't hit the rim. Yeah, they they kindly asked me to leave, and, and I deserved it. But that's, you know. In the case of LeBron, he's getting smarter. He's getting he, – talk about a player in the history of sports that has had the longest prime. Think about it. Has any player oh, ever absolutely. been that good from the beginning and still this good, I would say, at the end, but I'm not sure we're even at the end here. Maybe Tom Brady? Maybe. But most of the time it's more of like a Peyton Manning-type career where you're good, then you're great for a long time, and bam, all of a sudden you just got old right in front of our eyes. So – yeah, man, for LeBron to be on the third team. De'Aaron Fox, 
leading that team to the second best yep. or third best record in the Western Conference this year. So superstars all over the place, and I really don't have a problem with this list at all. The NBA right now is in the most saturated, from a talent perspective, spot they've ever been in in the history of this league. We have so much young talent. So much young talent. Like, there was a list that came out. We talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago. The Athletic did it, where they were just... Everybody was drafting their 23 and under team. It had to be players that were 23 and under, and they did kind of like a draft. We did our own little top five, you know, team we'd want to build, uh, you know, out of top 23 players. There are so many names in there that get left off. And you're like, these are all guys under 23. And then you go to the other end of things where you have LeBron James, where he should be, I mean, at least show some regression. We've seen an evolution in his career, but my God, the guy still plays at an MVP level and longevity doesn't get talked about enough as part of his story, but it will once it all wraps up, right? Once he's done, I think we're going to have more of that conversation just like there is with Tom Brady. And this isn't even a Jordan LeBron thing because we got all summer if we want to do that lame thing and just go back over that again. But like, it should be appreciated more with what he's doing, but it is an absolutely loaded NBA right now, which, you know, in the future makes it harder to kind of gauge who the next guys up are going to be when it comes to the MVP market, right? Because it, it could be somebody that's as young as Derrick Rose that maybe wins it, where their team takes a huge leap. Normally, it's like you got to go through a couple of years and ascend up the voting a little bit, and then you become the next guy up, which we finally saw with Joel Embiid this year. But man, some of this just young talent in the NBA right now. Oh, and by the way, let's also not forget Steph Curry's 35, and he's still playing like an MVP. So we've got a- a- extreme levels of success on both ends of the spectrum in this league right now. Those levels that you talk about kind of come in waves where you've got the guys that are the first ballot Hall of Famers that you're talking about, LeBron Mm -hmm. James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, that probably you could say still at a very high level, maybe not in their prime, but I would say we'll still see all those guys around for at least the next three or four years. In the case of guys like Jokic and Embiid that have been going back and forth for the MVP voting, they're still going to be around for the next decade, right? We're talking about guys that are kind of like late 20s, early 30s, And then the young dudes that you're talking about that are already making these teams. Think about a Shea Gilgis Alexander already making first-team All-NBA. John Morant's name didn't even come up. Luka Doncic, right? That guy's super young. And we didn't even see him in the playoffs this year. As many young stars we've seen in the playoffs, we didn't get Luka. We didn't get Zion. So I'm with you, man. It feels like the NBA has not only got a bunch of superstars – but they've got some guys that are on their way out, and they've got some guys that are on their way up. So, yeah, if you're not watching the league, you're missing out. And, and, you know, not just 23 and under, but, like, we didn't even mention Anthony Edwards and what the ceiling is for that guy. Look at Jalen Brunson now. Jalen Brunson's a guy that's just entering his prime. I mean, there's even lesser names, like, you know, like a Jalen Green, if he can just get better shot selection. You know, whatever. Like, you can find all these different guys. It's just... It's Yeah, it's incredible where the NBA is right now, and there's a lot of young talent, which is going to allow for teams to kind of flip the script a lot sooner. I mean, look at what the Thunder did did this year. The Thunder are a playoff team next year. I think the Orlando Magic are a playoff team next year. They got a lot of young talent on that roster. You just got to put the whole thing together. But you also need things like depth. You also need a balance. You can't just have a couple of really great players that can go out and score for you because then you end up being like the Phoenix Suns who right now, like I get it, they're back in the series again. But you kind of knew once Chris Paul got hurt, like, oh, this is Devin Booker and KD and, and no one else. And what, you got 14 from DeAndre Ayton last night, and that's it. Like, and then with the time, be- you know, night before that, you're getting, like, you get the two big performances from KD and from Devin Booker, 
And then it's like, who kind of jumps in and sprinkles in some points after that? The problem is this just isn't sustainable. It just, it can't be. Devin Booker went cold, missed seven shots in the third quarter, tweaked his ankle. Like he's getting beat up, worn down. Durant and Booker playing a ton of minutes. So I think those two wins for the Suns are the two wins they're going to get in this series because it's just not sustainable with what they're doing when Denver just has more weapons and more depth. Well, it's crazy to say this because we both agree that Kevin Durant is still a great basketball player and probably yeah. one of the top, let's call it, 5'10 offensive players of all time. But, man, his shoulders, and this is not a pun, are not built for this. <laughs> Kevin Durant is not built for this. You tell, you tell me this. What are you going to remember? Let's say Kevin Durant says at the end of this season, I'm done, right? That's it. I'm done. I've had a great career. I'm going to, to make wine. Whatever he decides to do in his next life. How are you going to remember Kevin Durant? Because I'm not going to remember Kevin Durant as that champion from the Golden State Warriors when he went running scared from Oklahoma City, when he couldn't be the best player on a team to go out there and win a championship himself. I'm going to remember more of the guy that went to Brooklyn that wasn't able really to do anything in the postseason. I'm going to remember this guy that ended up going to the Phoenix Suns. Let's not get it twisted. Don't forget, according to BetMGM, the night that he went to the Phoenix Suns, they instantly became the favorites to win the NBA championship. and. Yep. It looks like right now they're not even going to make it to the conference finals. So I'm just as good as Kevin Durant is individually. And I can't tell you exactly what it is. Like with Kyrie, I can tell you what it is. It's, it's this, it's that, it's a million things. That's why he's not a winning player necessarily. With Kevin Durant, I can't point to it exactly, but I just, I don't think he's that guy. Durant's gotten to the next level now where you can see that Booker is going to be the one and Durant's going to be the two on that team. That's that's what it becomes. Now, Should I don't be. hold everything against I don't hold everything against the Suns with this because Durant played three games and then got hurt. And they've essentially been trying to work this thing out with a roster that's depleted to begin with because of the trade, and they're trying to do it on the fly in the playoffs. So it's not a great situation for them to be in anyway, but Durant oh, is but not Nick, but Nick, like but himself. Nick, that's the same bro, bro, that's the same number of people made excuses for Kevin Durant his entire career as if he didn't have guys with him. You mean back in Oklahoma City when you had James Harden and Russell Westbrook? You mean when you went to uh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and you ended up with that same James Harden and he's always had Kyrie Irving He's always had plenty of guys around him. If anything, he should be the missing link. And I hear what you're saying about Chris Paul, and it definitely makes it more difficult to win without him. But, man, I am done hearing the excuses. Every time that his team gets knocked out, he needs to just be the guy. He needs to go out there and be the – and I do tend to agree with you that Devin Booker should be option one, but Kevin Durant's got to be option 1A. But that's – the point like maybe he's just not physically anymore that guy like you just don't see it right you don't see the same level of intensity and yeah he's had plenty of talent around him his entire career I never held the going to Golden State thing against him but I did the Brooklyn Brooklyn that was a stupid decision that was leaving a a, a stable loving beautiful marriage where everybody had both sides for an Instagram model knowing that that thing had a short shelf life (laughs) and it was going to end up being incredibly volatile and you were going to get dumped when you weren't helping get enough likes for her so like eventually it was just going to fall through there but now this could be the chance for him to change the narrative on his career, starting yes. with the rest of this series. Because they're down 3-2. Yes. I just don't see it happening. I just don't, like, you watch, the, they're, they're, they're playing too many minutes. Like, you still need depth. Like, I understand you got to be the guy, but you still got to have moments where, even in, let's say you're sitting five minutes the entire game. You're playing all but five minutes. 
You're going to need at least people in the five minutes you're not on the floor, somebody to go out there and do something consistently for you. You got 25 points from Bruce Brown off the bench for the Nuggets, and you're getting really nothing from Phoenix's bench whatsoever. And that's really been the biggest problem with them is you can have stars. The problem is there are great players on the Nuggets too, including Nikola Jokic, who is a triple-double machine, who night in and night out is a good bet to have a triple-double. And you're you see the depth that they have and the chemistry and more consistency. The Suns just can't match up with this anymore. This is what they have to do, but it's not a recipe for winning this series. I think they lose in six games. I think they're done. They're not winning another game in this series. No, I'm with you. Absolutely. I think that they get cooked, too. I don't even necessarily know that this next game is close. I mean, if you saw what happened in the second half yesterday against the Nuggets, like, remember, that game was super close at halftime. What was it, a two-point game, a four-point game? And then all of a sudden, the Nuggets just put their foot down on the pedal, and they're up 10, and they're up 15, and they're up 20 by the end of the quarter. I think you see a very similar type game. And the truth is, maybe the Nuggets were just that team that – we didn't respect enough during the regular season. They did have the back-to-back MVP in Jokic. They did win more games than anybody else this year in the Western Conference, right? It's not like this team came out of nowhere. And I talked to a lot of people that bet, including you. And mm-hmm. I didn't hear a lot of people saying they're going to put their money down on the Nuggets, who right now, by the way, yeah. bet MGM are the co-favorites, along with the Los Angeles Lakers, to end up winning the finals. So... Yeah, man. The Nuggets, I think we've seen just at this point, if you're going to talk about a series, they're just a better team throughout a series than the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, there's a reason why Phoenix is plus 300 to win this series at this point. I mean, we've seen it. Denver 6-0 and at home now in the playoffs. Like, this this team is just better. When, when you say a, you didn't hear a lot of people on the Nuggets, I think the reason is because we haven't seen them do it before. Right, And a lot of times in the NBA playoffs, really all the time in the NBA playoffs, you have to go through the progressions. you got to be a team that grows and has those early losses. But you could argue maybe Denver's already gone through that. It was just Nikola Jokic by himself, right? If they were healthy, this team was looked at as maybe a title contender a couple of years ago. You lose Jamal Murray for essentially two playoffs. You don't have uh, Michael Porter Jr. for either playoffs over the last two seasons because of all the injuries. It was Jokic throwing him on, well, his shoulders, which are a lot bigger than Kevin Durant's, and they're built for this, unlike (laughs) Kevin Durant. But maybe now, because I'm with you, I, I found it really tough. Like, I sat back and was just like, man, I don't know. I, like, it's it's the Nuggets, and I, they were one of my sleeper teams in this offseason, but the West is so wide open. You got Durant and Phoenix, and they, they if they just, you know, Chris Paul can do what he does. And you start to go over these scenarios before the playoffs, but what we're starting to see play out is maybe it's a Denver Nuggets team that actually has already gone through those earlier losses. They've grown and gained that experience in the playoffs, which is a team like the Kings and what they just got, or I'd argue what the Cavs just got, or whoever. Some of these other young teams, you could argue, you go through that, and then you take that next next step. We're now seeing the Nuggets actually taking that next step. Oh, we've been waiting on them. Back-to-back MVPs for Jokic, best record in the West. It's about damn time.